That's the sound of good food, fresh drinks, and fisticuffs. At Murphy Allen's Fight Night Bar and Grill, you can get all three. That's right. It's a restaurant and a bar with its own cage fighting ring in the center of all the action. Enjoy our tasty buffalo wings, our craft beer on tap, and some good old-fashioned beatdowns. We also have a Sunday brunch buffet for the after-church crowd and offer our patrons a chance to settle their religious beef in the ring and then try our Italian beef when they're done. On Tuesdays, kids eat free when they fight another kid plus or minus one year of their age, so bring your whole family. Head on over to Murphy Allen's Fight Night Bar and Grill on the corner of Main Street and Elm, right across from that goddamn Chuck E. Cheese. I say this with all the love in my heart. Fuck that place. Fuck it right to hell. Mention Mind Gap to your server when you're seated to get a free CTE scan after a fight in the cage. That's Murphy Allen's Fight Night and Bar. Gorge, gulp, and grapple your way to an unforgettable family dining experience. Good day there, friends. Hope you're hanging and banging and really just being safe out there. I need to give you some fair warning on this one. The audio quality is bad. Something went amiss early on when we were recording and there's really very little we could do to fix it. Trust me, I tried and I hate that this is how it came to be. Please forgive us for this sin as we will work to improve this moving forward. We're still sort of figuring out this remote recording thing, and I'll tell you what, I wanted to Hulk smash my way through this one, so great apologies for this. We appreciate you listening, and at the end of the day, we want this to look and sound fantastic. It's irritating shit like this that makes us better in the long run, so we appreciate you, and we thank you for listening. That being said, I play a game with Justin this week called Deal Breaker. I found out about this from your mom's house podcast. We essentially pretend that we were single and we meet the perfect person. They check all the boxes that grab us and we feel like we are completely out of our league and lucky. We then throw out a behavior or situation regarding that person and we have to decide whether or not that behavior or situation is a deal breaker and we end the relationship. We had so much fun with this. Maybe too much fun. Who knows? Anyway, saddle up your unicorn, grab your jar of scabs, and be sure to feed your terrariums of tarantula-sized spiders as we play Pretend in episode 241 of Mind Gap Podcast. Mind Gap Podcast. This is the kind of content you show up to on a Tuesday night. You're welcome, America. You are welcome, America. Guys, let's be honest. What else are you doing on a Tuesday night? Right. If you're listening to this, what else are you doing tonight? Seriously, what are you doing? Yeah, seriously. No, hang out with us. Come hang out with us. And you know what? While we're on the topic, if you guys haven't already, please follow us on Twitch. We are really getting extremely close to becoming affiliates. And part of the thing that makes us become an affiliate is getting uh, followers. So... We're about 15 shy right now, so if you haven't already, just follow us on there, share us around, just just get that, because then there's a potential for us to maybe get some revenue, which would be cool. 
And I don't know if you guys know it. Uh, undoubtedly, we will uh, probably mention it later. But uh, Doug has been doing a wonderful little uh, auxiliary thing on Saturdays uh, on Twitch, which is e all the more reason why you should subscribe. Yes, I'm we've been saying. having fun with uh, Jerbis, with Mr. E, with Sam Cook, and uh, Chris Felucci. We've been having a lot of fun. Did you say Etoy was on there too? Etoy. God bless that man. He helped us defuse the bomb over oh, Twitch. He's a, literally a lifesaver then. Uh, so we were talking about this before in the previous stream that I had to cut out on, but since this is we're on the podcast now, uh, we're playing, we were playing a game recently called Keep Talking and Nobody Explodes. Essentially what it is is one person has a bomb they have to defuse. Uh, the other group of people have the manual for how to defuse it. But they can't see each other's stuff, so they have to work together to communicate and defuse the bomb. And it is an amazing uh, display of communication and troubleshooting and critical thinking. And it's an ultimate shit show. And it is so much fun. Uh, we did a stream of that, and it was phenomenal. If you have a not checked, if you have a not, if you have a not to check out our uh, uh, YouTube page. Um, Doug's got to post it up on all social medias too, but uh, he's put little excerpts from last Saturday, and they're wonderful because Sam Cook is a goddamn maniac when it comes to this game, <laughs> and he is—he had—he had minimal patience with everybody, and it was wonderful. It was good. He just really got into character. Of this is a tense situation. Either you're gonna die because you're not following his instructions, or he's gonna die because you're not giving him what he needs, and it was amazing we had a wonderful time it was really cool by the end of it we were finally kind of getting to a groove uh but it's pretty wild so be honest how much were you sweating i was sweating a lot anyway one i just think it was hot in my room for starters i made mention of that multiple times in the stream where i'm like i'm sweating but then also when sam was berating us especially in the beginning because sam was playing the tutorial but we didn't know he's playing the tutorial and he's like guys there's a ticking clock here it's gonna go off and we're like what we thought and he was like screaming at us and he goes oh wait i'm in the tutorial we we're all like ah and Jared goes, that may be the first time I've seen anyone have that much fun with a tutorial. So it was a very fun time. We had a really got, good time. I got to say that my, one of my favorite parts, just in the little excerpts you've posted, is when, you're just, when you whisper. Because very infrequently does Doug whisper. And when someone can get him to whisper, when you just go, Sam, stop yelling at me. It was so intense. I was so, it was practical Doug trying to figure out the problem. But I didn't understand because he's also screaming and what he was screaming didn't make sense. And I was trying to make I was trying to figure it out. I'm like, wait, but he said one wire is already clipped, but it shouldn't be that way because once you clip it, the puzzle's over. But he still it was an it was a, it was a nightmare, but it was awesome. It was so much fun well, um, that I could not get a chance to play with you guys. Well, that's I, for, for those of you who don't uh, know, I'm on a Mac. And when you upgrade to uh, Mac uh, OS Catalina, uh, it does not play nice with things that are 32-bit uh, programs. It only plays nice with 64-bit programs, which makes it very hard to play a lot of games on Steam. Yeah, so, which is a yeah. damn shame. So we're figuring that out. I hope to be joining uh, very, very soon. Yes, we'd love to have you because uh, if we get enough people this Saturday, we're going to be doing uh, Among Us. So if you remember Justin Plays Video Games Episode 2, that's the one we highlighted on there. So... I know it's, it looks the numbers are looking good so far, so we'll see who shows up and we'll have ourselves a hoot nanny. Uh which should be good. So check us out, twitch.tv slash podcast. Speaking of, Mr. E here right now, uh in the chat, hanging out with us. 
it'll be a great time. So super duper exciting. Justin, how the fuck are you, man? Oh man, uh, I'm good. I, I'm. It's interesting because I'm noticing uh, it's more and more of a stress to try to stay positive recently. Are oh, you no. finding the same thing? That's a great question. Um, I don't think so. Like, it depends. I noticed I get irritated. It depends on what we're talking about. If it's work stuff, I find myself kind of a little bit on edge at times and I get irritated really quickly. But also, I'm on a creative high right now. Like, I'm soaring. <laughs> I'm soaring. I'm just like, let's ride this baby out, man. Let's ride it out. And um, having a blast creating stuff, whether it's for this or it's for work or like, I just, I'm on a roll right now. And so that is very uplifting. And, um, I'm feeling pretty good about that. I'm not happy with how I'm doing physically. Uh, I feel like a tub of shit. Um, I mean, not eating great at all. Exercising is pretty minimal right now. Not that I did much before, but I just don't feel great. And I really need to do something about that. I need to commit to the program here. And uh, it is it is nasty. But I'm also, I understand... Um, from my perspective too, I'm extremely fortunate in that I've got a job in an industry that's highly in demand right now. My wife is also secure in a job right now. Um, our daughter's home right now, like all of our bases are covered. Like we are not out of a job or anything like that. So I consider ourselves, I hate to use this word, but blessed. Like we are very fortunate to be where we are. There's a lot of people that are struggling. So I hate to use that word too. I'm not happy about it um, at all. But so in that regard, there's a lot of things that, you know, when I decide that I'm, you know, when the day's over, I'm done and I'm going, I'm having fun, I'm relaxing. And there's, there's a lot of excitement in the way that the days flow. So a long-winded answer to what you're saying is like, I don't think I'm feeling what you're feeling. <laughs> Well, I'm very glad that you're not. That makes me very happy to hear. Uh, because I would, I would hate for you to, to, to not feel good. I want my friends to feel good. Um, no, I just think uh, I think what they're kind of people are jumping in on the chat and talking about is is got to put the news down. Like Ugh. it's just so hard to. <clears throat> I'm trying to limit myself to uh, wake up a uh, little bit of news in the morning while I have my my coffee and uh, then either music or silence while I work um, and then. Uh, you know, maybe a little TV at lunch, unless I go for a run, which I've been actually, I've been rediscovering running, which is a, a nice you. thing. Um, they shut the lakefront down, which has been a little harder. So I've had to find new routes, but, uh, it, it has been nice to get back out running about once an hour at the top of the hour. I try to do 10 pushups nice. to, to keep myself really just trying to do, be physical and kind of keep that up. Um, and then at the, at night, I'll watch a little bit of news as well, just to see, what the hell happened during the day? Um, but I, uh, I don't know. I, I, it just, I don't know if it's the news. I don't know if it's just being cooped up is finally starting to get to me. I also feel like I've been a sounding board for a lot of people who are going through some times right now. And so like that, like just trying to not take on that kind of stuff. It's just, it's, it's an amalgamation of a bunch of stuff and I'm finding myself, really trying everything I can to not see darkness, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? No, I know what you mean. Um, I, yeah, again, I, this is also my element. Um, sure. I'm a hermit by trade. So, 
Um, it's one of those things where, you know, the, the, I, there's some people on my team that are seriously struggling right now with being cooped up and unable to go and really get that contact. Whereas for me, I'm like, <laughs> and I think now if I was back in our old place right, right next to you right now, I have a feeling we might be bouncing off the walls a little bit just because it was smaller. Yeah. Um, just, I think there'd be a little bit more, cause that's something else I want to ask you. Cause you're in the city right now. I'm not, what's it like out here? It's no big deal. Like just there's space. There's whatever. Like it's quiet as a, you, you've got your own backyard, which is, it's definitely quieter than it normally is, but I mean, what's it like in the city? Like, do you feel stressed when you walk down the street or like, what are you running into? I, I personally don't. I've, I've been trying to, that's one thing I've been able to do is kind of keep everything in perspective. The only time I get really like stressed or anything is when I like, <laughs> I don't want to call her out, but Rachel Maddow, I fell asleep watching her show one night and I was just like, the way she presents things sometimes can be so intense and i'm just like god damn it like i feel like the world's coming to an end and it just it felt terrible so uh typically though i've been able to keep everything in perspective and just say look we're gonna like be smart uh it's any like anytime you live in the city be smart sure the city can be a dangerous place but you know from your time living here you know you don't walk down dark alleys you know you don't put yourself in situations where you know it's going to be uh, you know, detrimental to your, to your, to your health, you know, um, or your life. So I, I just keep reminding myself, you know, be smart. So when I'm walking outside, I don't feel, I don't feel unsafe. Um, people have been very good about, you know, uh, if they're walking down the sidewalk, um, you know, we're walking this way and then each of us all go to the right, they'll go to the right. And so we give ourselves the entire sidewalk distance, Nice. um, which has been good. Uh, I've run on the street a few times on some side streets just to avoid people. Um, people, people are pretty, dogs want to go see each other and Mm -hmm. people pull their dogs back. So I've witnessed a lot of really good things. Um, the stores are probably the most interesting to go to. I don't know what the, the jewel and all that is like the jewels out in the burbs. But Trader Joe's, I have to give, I, I posted this on Instagram, I got to give them massive fucking credit because they have, and I don't know, did I talk about this on the podcast last week? I don't think I did. But uh, they've, they've put, uh, they, they're only letting a certain number of people in the store. Outside of the store, they've got duct tape down in, in six-foot increments, and they, and they make you queue up outside in those six-foot increments. And then inside, they've got blue tape on the ground, and they make you queue up at the checkout there. So, like, they're, they're really the, the, in our neighborhood – kind of the leaders in the in the push to be like, let's do this responsibly. Jewel by us is a goddamn waking nightmare. It always was. Yeah. I can only imagine what that's like now. Like <laughs> tight, tight little corridors to get, uh, fuck that no place. No one gives a shit of Jewel. Nah. That should be their motto. Hey, welcome to Jewel. No one gives a shit here. Uh, what, so what is like, what are the stores like out by you? Uh, I went to Costco and it was a fucking dream, man. I hate going to Costco, but it was, there was barely anybody there. And I was like, woo, the way it should be. Uh, nice. it was great. Uh, I haven't been to Jules since everything went closed or kind of got wonky, but Jill's been, they've done, they've done something similar where they have the strip down to let people know what the distance is to be walking away from each other and whatnot. Yeah. So I'll probably be making a trip over there very soon. So I'll give you the 411 when it all happens. Please let me know. But yeah. Well, I'm glad you're doing, you're hanging in there. I would yeah. say, you know, I'm glad Again, you're doing all right. It's nice to get out, you know, uh, at lunch and this and that. And I'm glad that, I'm glad that uh, more dramatic measures have not been put in place yet because I think people are, 
I'm glad they shut the lakefront down and the parks down. I think that was necessary because people, mm. it warmed up a little bit. People kind of lost their minds and went, oh, it's over. We're, we can go outside now. And everyone was congregating. Not a good idea. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I think in light of everyone who's struggling, I think it's time that we play a game. Oh, and Doug, I love your games. What game you got? This is a lovely game that I learned from the Your Mom's House podcast, uh, which uh, Tom Segura and his wife, Christina Pajitsky, were playing uh, particularly to pass the time when traveling. It's a game called Deal Breaker. And here's how the game is played. <laughs> so the way the game is played is you imagine that you're single. If you're married now, you're not married, you're in the prime, whatever, however you want to think about it, but this isn't cheating in any way, but you're single, and the way that this worked is, is you have just met the person of your dreams, male, female, non-gendered, non-binary, whatever it is, but you found them, and they are hot, super hot. You've outkicked your coverage, as they say. You're like, there's no way that this person should like me, but they do, and you're into it, and you're like, holy shit, I am killing it right now. So... In some capacity, you're on a date, and ultimately you go back to their place, and you witness something, a behavior, a room, something of that nature, that we're going, I'm going to post to you something, and you'll post something to me. I'll be like, what if this happens? You have to decide whether we what we say would be a deal breaker, which would make you leave in that moment, regardless of how hot they were, how like, wow, this is so awesome, that would basically be a deal breaker for you. I love this so hard. So, okay. Twitch, I pass this on to you as well as we're talking. If you care to challenge us with, an, uh, with a scenario, with a synopsis of what would possibly be a deal breaker and to whom, whether it's both of us or to one of us, if you've been around a while, you know our peccadillos make it fun. I'm so and, glad you used that word, by the way. And to the people that are listening on the podcast, I challenge you to put it out to us on our social medias and yes. be like, hey, I've got a scenario for you. Would this be a deal breaker? So... I will start. I'm going to start us off. All right, Justin. You're with the hottie. All right? You're with the hottie. The hottest of the hot. Whatever that means to you. You're like, this person hits me emotionally and gets me rock hard. Okay? So. Get me rock hard. Rock hard. So you're hanging out. You are watching a movie. All right? You're watching something great. And you're like, I got to use the bathroom. You're at, you're at her place, and you're like, I'm sorry, where's the bathroom? And she's like, oh, yeah, it's down the hall on the left. So you go down the hall, turn on the light, and go to the bathroom. When you come out, you notice the light shines into a room next door to the bathroom that's a little bit open. You hear a bit of a hum in there, and you're like, oh, what is that? You open up the door, and the light from the bathroom shines in, and you see, I don't know, what's the size of your bedroom in there? Picture the size of your bedroom, all right? It's a good size. Yeah. It's a two-bedroom apartment. You're like, huh, this is weird. Why does she have two bedrooms? Well, the second bedroom is like the size of your bedroom, and wall-to-wall, I'd say co- covering all the walls around there, are terrariums filled with tarantula-sized spiders in each one. And you kind of just <laughs> freeze, and you look, and you go, hey, what's this? And she goes, oh, those are my babies. God damn it. That's so much worse. And you're like, huh? She goes, so she goes, oh, these are all my babies. I love, these are my spiders. I, I love them. I take care of them. Is that a deal breaker for you? God damn it. That's so much worse that there are babies. 
Oh, I don't like. So here, can I can I say this first? <laughs> I I thought you were gonna go with the uh, example that you had posed earlier to set me up for this game. Uh, that that was not a turn I saw coming. Uh, I, I gave you those examples to let you know I'm not gonna be using those examples. So that's bummer. Um, <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, I think I would have, I don't, uh, uh, yeah, it's a deal breaker. Like, that's a hands down. Okay, why is it a deal breaker? So, <laughs> well, I think if for nothing else, she calls them her baby. <laughs> that's a hard stop. Why, why, is that the, why is that the determining factor? Or a soft stop. I mean, whichever way you're looking at it. Uh, the, the way, well, I also, I would like to call out that you said they're tarantula-sized spiders. Are they just not tarantulas? I mean, they, they I mean, we're not saying she's a collector of only tarantulas. I mean, she's I, not I, racist. You know, she's, she's, I appreciate but she likes the larger spiders. She's a procurer of, uh. She's a curator, Justin, a curator. Grande arachnids. Okay. Grande <laughs> Venti, a uh, venti arachnids. Venti arachnids, twenty ounce arachnids. Perfect. Um, <laughs> so, um, a deal breaker for for many reasons. I also have many questions for her. Uh, but a deal breaker because I don't like. I I have a, I take I take big issue when uh, people call their their pets their babies fur babies. Um, I don't like it. Uh, I don't like being called my my dog. I do not like being called her father. Like oh. Oh, is dad is dad not doing this? And I'm like, fuck you. I don't know her dad. Uh, you know, we got her as a rescue. So I, I don't like I don't like that. That's a that's a big pet peeve of mine. So right there, I would be like, why did you did you give birth to these babies? Did these spiders come crawling out of your birth canal? Because I highly doubt it. Um, so that's the first thing. Second, uh, I don't know that those all of those uh, terrariums are secure. I don't. I haven't done the legwork on that. I don't want to do the legwork on that. I don't know that those are secure, and I don't know that I'm not going to be in the throes of passion later, and I'm going to have a big old spider bite my nuts. I don't want to take that risk. Hmm. That's I interesting how you think. That. How you think that's how that works with spiders? <laughs> done. If you know, if you've studied spiders like I have, especially tarantula-sized <laughs> spiders, you'll know that if they see any any pendulum-esque thing, <laughs> they're coming right for it. It's like a threat to them. It's like it's a challenge. A, oh yeah, yeah. No, they see it. They see it as it's either a a meal or b uh, it's a domination. <laughs> so okay, what if she doesn't call them her babies? What if she just calls them her roommates? <laughs> ah, you know what? No, that's it. Is that better? That's it's marginally better. <laughs> that's marginally better. I would say um, I, the first thing I would do, I, I would say, is there something on me? Because I feel like I feel a spider on me, and she's gonna go, no, of course not. I can't trust that there's not one on me because maybe she wants us to bond. I don't trust anything she's saying at this point. Okay, so why don't you trust she her? She has lost my trust. Why? Just because she likes spiders? Because only a sociopath keeps that many spiders, Doug. I think only it's someone who, who loves the animal kingdom. Bullshit. They're you not know? animals. They're the devils. They're the devil's playthings. Man, that's being harsh, man. You know, yeah. it's pretty harsh. Now, here's the thing. I understand that we need spiders, and I respect them. <laughs> Soft chug from the water. But, <laughs> to calm uh, the nerves. <laughs> to calm the nerves. Um, 
No, man. I even if like, she called them her roommates, even if she said, "Hey, this is my collection of spiders," for no good reason. <laughs> I feel that's way more sinister. Yes, that's my collection of spiders. It's <laughs> <laughs> my museum of all things eight-legged. Uh, I don't like it. I okay. Would, I would. Li- I'll make it. I'll make it easier for you. I would never be able to comfortably uh, like relax in that house <laughs> ever, ever. <laughs> So, but here, I bet you this would make it easier, right? So she takes you by the hand, she rubs nope. your shoulder, and she goes, she goes, hey, no, it's fine, come on in. So she comes on in, and she goes, this is Roger, and she starts naming them. <laughs> this is Hank, this is Cecilia, she's a pistol. She is, man, if she doesn't get her food Cecilia. on time, she is a rascal, let me tell you. That, over there... Uh, LaShawn, that guy knows how to pick locks. So you got to watch out for him. That's why there's like chains and stuff around his because he, he's the smartest spider. I put it in for Guinness World Records, the smartest spider. I mean, I'm still waiting to hear back. Smartest spider. Smartest spider. Does that make um, it better? You know, she humanizes it a little bit. <laughs> I would find, okay, so no, it would not make it better, but I would stick around long enough to see if she's named all of them. <laughs> And I would make her, I would make her go back around the room a second time to see if she remembers the names. So it's like that scene in Good Will Hunting, where uh, Will Hunting says he has thirteen brothers, and uh, the girl goes, "Name them," and he names them really fast. She goes, "Do it again," and he does it again. Yep, yep. just to prove it. <laughs> exactly it. Yep. That's hilarious. Jimmy, Tommy, Dicky, Raja, whatever, whatever. Yeah. Slappy, sneezy, Slappy, dopey. Slappy, sneezy, Swami, Samsonite, I was way off. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a deal breaker. That's a deal breaker. I gotta be honest with you. Same thing for me, man. Because man, um, no. I, I, for me, it would just be one of those things where. Um, yeah, I, I was just live in constant fear that one of them would get out. If they did get out, I'd be like, well, it's going to die because I'm not saving it. Either I'm going to kill it or, you know, God forbid you're like, I'm going away for the weekend. I'd be like, who's going to watch your spiders? Well, right. can you do it? No, it's not me. I'm going to lock the door and I will never go in there. We got to feed them. I hope they ate because I'm not feeding them. It's not I happening. Have, I have bad news for you. A locked door does not stop spiders. I know. I've seen arachnophobia. I mean, geez. So you should know better. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I'm agreeing with you. I'm like, I wouldn't do it either, if, especially if someone had. It's bad enough if they had one, you know, like, oh, yeah, this is my tarantula. I'm like, that's fucked up. But wall to wall, like just surrounding an entire bedroom. This is their room. This is their playroom. This is their playroom. <laughs> it's like the only thing that could be worse is if it, if they had if they were free range spiders. But <laughs> she's like, yeah, I let them out to play from time to time. Oh, uh, like okay. She opens the door and it's just like these like just horror horror movie cobwebs all over the place, and but, you just hear you just hear. But they look like they're having fun. They look like they're living their best life. They're like that's swinging the, and stuff like that. Part, that's really the important. Thing. <laughs> If so, she had one, if she had one spider, I would be okay. You you deal with it for one. But for one, I would deal with it. Okay, interesting. So we know where the line is. One tarantula-sized spider Justin can live with. Let's say this: half. A, no, not even half a wall. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what my threshold would be. <laughs> I think one spider is my threshold, Doug. I'm not going to lie to you. I think one spider is my threshold. I'm impressed that it's even one. To be honest with yes. you. Well, one. The thing is, one we can keep track of. If there's wall-to-wall spiders, it's too many to keep tabs on. It's like you're counting. You're like, oh shit, 
LeSean got out! Oh, he picked the goddamn lock! Where's Cecilia? Is she eaten? Does she have her cockroach? I don't know! Tell you what, though, no bugs be living in that house. Tell that much. Yeah, no mosquitoes. Don't worry about no that. No way. That, those things are dead. You also wouldn't have any cats either, that's for sure. So, Doug. First of all, I want to go back. Uh, Two Good Hips says, absolutely, that's a deal breaker. Um, <laughs> Mr. E said, soft stop. He agrees. It would kill the, kill the boner. And then he also said, in relation to you uh, asking her to name the spiders again, he goes, that morbid curiosity will get you killed. <laughs> it's never a good idea morbid curiosity is never a good idea all right serve to you sir <clears throat> douglas so you are in your prime you are you're dating this this hot little number that uh you're just all about does everything for you um at, at up to this point uh it's this is this is we're talking second date you've never been to her house yet second date um and you're really, you're really vibing. And you walk in, and she's already got music playing. You walk okay. into music playing, and you're like, oh, this is, that's cool. She's really into music. I really dig that. You walk into her home, and she has a recording of a high school production of Cats playing the musical. <laughs> and you're like, well, that's odd. And so then you walk, you walk over to her record shelf, and all the entire music collection is entirely comprised and she has no digital music, mind you. It's all CDs and albums. <laughs> it's entirely comprised of high school productions of musicals. High school versions. High school productions of musicals. Not Broadway, not off-right, not off-Broadway, not even regional. High school productions of musicals. Let me ask a follow-up question. Yes, please. Are they ones that she's been in? Absolutely not. She has no affiliation with any of these high schools. These just, are ones. These are ones that she just she really digs the performances. So she personally attends these. These. No, uh, nope. She just she she hears about them and she purchases them. Wait, you're assuming that all these places sell these performances online? You got it. There's a there's a, there's there's she some layers spends, to this. She spends time browsing, listening to like thirty second previews. And purchasing high school albums of musicals. I'm practical dogs having a hard time reconciling that like these high schools are just throwing this on iTunes and shit like that. Like, absolutely. Well, I'll say this: for every single band performance that we did in high school, we put out a CD that like the parents and grandparents and everything. Oh, about. Okay. So I'm basing it off of my actual high school experience <laughs> in in performing band or in concert band, whatever the fuck you call it. So there's um, some levels to this. Instead of miming band, it's performing band. <laughs> so there's some levels to this where there was a critical point where I was like, I think I'm going to have to tap out. Um, if it's just like, oh, she really likes musicals, I'm like, eh, that'd get annoying, but I could tolerate it. I could learn to live with it probably. If it was just like all of her high school productions of stuff, I'm like, that's also worse because – it's her just living, reliving the glory days in the worst way possible in my mind, which yeah. is I'm going to listen to all these, these things. But the fact is that she's never been in them, and she continues to acquire them and curate them from high school for the high school only because she <laughs> likes to watch them before they go big. I'm um, just saying, man, that's you want quality, you know, um, and. And she just appreciates it. Like a part of me is like, I guess that's okay, but there's a creep factor where if that was a dude, you'd immediately call the police. 
Oh, without yeah, a doubt. Definitely. Well, and the thing is too, like she she very much wants to sing along with everything that she can possibly sing along to. Like she is hardcore into musicals. Yeah, see and that. One, and as you peruse, the one that's missing, Newsies. Son of a bitch. Um, she, she can't stand it. <laughs> she can't stand it. That is that is the that is the stain on the world of musicals. <laughs> And she's also just can't stop talking about the butthole cut of the Cats movie. She's just like, release the butthole cut. Like, she just really wants to see it. She has no um, interest in that, actually, because it's not high school. It's not high school. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's a tough one because that, to me, has a level of obsession that I think can lead to some danger. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the kind of thing where if you leave me, you know, I will find a way to go where you are and slice your Achilles heel so you can never run away from me sort of situation. Like... There's there's a level of of terror in that that I just don't think I could handle <laughs> in a sense of there's just too too many red flags there that it's 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 high school only the stuff that she hasn't done and she's actively seeking it out and it's also this musicals which isn't my jam so and so you have to listen to that all the time and I would have to assume I'm just going to put two and two together probably doesn't like the same music and movie taste that I do either so she doesn't watch movies doesn't watch movies we got a problem right there yeah that'd be great for a hookup but there's no way I'm staying like I'd probably that'd be like a you know you would you would do a one night stand with that of course. With, with that situation. Even yes. Even she was playing the musicals the entire time. Hey, man, I couldn't live with that, but I'd be like, whatever, man. I'd, okay. I, I, that's fine. I mean, okay. if I hear it's a hard knock life, I hear it's a hard knock life while I'm about to, you know, orgasm, I might be weird, but, you know. <laughs> You're damn right. <laughs> I'd be like, cool. Well, I'm going to leave now because yeah. I can see where this is going, and this is awful. I say that. I never had a one-night stand in my life, but I'm like, if, if this is, like, the hottest person in the world and they're like let's do this and i'm also i'm really weird i'm like well that's cool this isn't gonna work out but if you're cool with doing this right. we're doing a one-night stand cool after that i'm like yeah this isn't gonna work we're, yeah. we're now no nah. so i think now are you see the way i took the way i took this uh this challenge or this game was uh not just for a one-night stand but for a like your your Relationshiping, you're shipping oh, yeah. this person. Well, that's what I'm saying. Was that that's that's the max that would happen for me. There's no relationship yeah. there. It is a deal breaker on a relationship, without a doubt. Got it. Okay. I what's would say in your what's scenario, what's that? What's my threshold? Like so, like same kind of idea. What's like if you, if she, uh, <laughs> or he, uh, if if they uh, were to, it was it was uh, Broadway musicals only. Could you deal with that for a relationship and only Broadway musicals? I, I could just, if it was just like, I, she's really into musicals and I'm not, I could make it happen. Okay. I gotta be, I'd be like, I'm not, um, but I bet I'd be willing to find some appreciation for it in some regard. But there's just, the, you add the level of it's a high school only and she's not into it, like she hasn't done it, and she's just actively looking for it because there's a level of that where you swap the genders and you're like, this is a predator, <laughs> and this is this is you got to get out of there. Like, isn't, isn't that an interesting kind of a, a sociological experiment too about just just you swap the gender and it, it it becomes so much weirder. It is it is a it is a nightmare scenario if you swap the genders on that yeah, one. Yeah, very much so. Yeah, yeah, it's really, really bad. That is a level of, I'm like, there's this, an obsession there that I'm like, nope, can't do it. Yeah. Cannot do it. Won't do it. All right. 
I've got a few more. I'm trying to think of the best one to follow up with. Um, I think. All right. You meet a lovely, hot lady. All right. You go back to her place um, and you're having a great time. You're listening to, I don't know, Hoobastank or whatever it is you listen to. And <laughs> um, you're really connecting and you end up like just sort of she's got to take a dump because that happens right and you just end up perusing the house or wherever she's in and you end up going into her room you're like oh cool she's like yeah she, from behind the door she's like go on in it's totally cool and you go in and there is string pinned to the wall in all sorts of places it looks like a conspiracy theory map and you're like huh well this is interesting and as you look closer at some news clippings and there's some like crude drawings and crayon and stuff and you start looking around and you know the one theme throughout all of it is there's unicorns in all of them <laughs> and you're like this is strange you hear a flush she comes out and she's like oh wow so what do you think and you're like you're trying to be cool you're like I don't know like what is it she goes what is it? She's like, this is proof that unicorns are real and the government is covering it up. And she looks at you and she's dead serious and you feel a tonal shift. And she's like, I have proof that they exist right now and that the government is covering it up. All of this right here is going to, we're going to crack it wide open. The world is going to know that I found out where they're hiding the unicorns. Is that a deal breaker for you? Doug, not only am I tugging on that string metaphorically, I'm tugging on that string euphemistically as well. <laughs> it, it's happening. It, that's game on. I want that's game to, on? I want to see how deep that rabbit hole goes. So, but I mean... Because here's the thing. Here's the thing. There's a chance that she found a unicorn. <laughs> here's the thing. It all starts from the picture that my mom posted on Facebook. There's like a connection to that of like the goat with the party hat. That's pinned there. She, she goes, you did a podcast with the guy that saw it one time. Yeah, she's like, it's true. She's like, that's see, they just put that out there. to That's, that's a red herring. They want right. you to laugh at that. They're real. Here's the thing. Here's the reason that I'm not discounting her is because jet fuel can't melt steel beams. All right? <laughs> but, but so this is something you'd look at that and you'd be like, yeah, we can do this. I can, this I is would, so, this I is someone I could get in a relationship with. I would look at her straight in the eye. I would go, show me, <laughs> show me. <laughs> I have two questions. <laughs> Where is it kept, and does it fart rainbows? <laughs> Where is it kept, and how do we get there? <laughs> <laughs> how can I help? I. <laughs> I would. It would not be a deal breaker immediately. Mm -hmm. I would. I would hang out in that relationship for a solid, like two to six months, just to see where it went. Oh my god! And each day you come home, you just see her kind of like, she goes away for a little bit. Like, hey, you want to hang out? And she's like, I can't talk right now. I can't talk right now. She's fiercely like looking at her phone and stuff, I, and she's she just slams the door and she's gone for like three hours. Like she's just there. I'd be like, that's cool, baby. I'm going to go play some video games. 
I'm gonna go hang out with Doug. You cool? All right. I'll see you later. Good luck on the hunt. Good luck. Good luck on the hunt. And then finally, one rainy night, she wakes you up. She's in camo, and she's holding. <laughs> she's holding a high caliber sniper rifle. With night vision goggles. She's got night vision goggles, and she's like, it's time to do this. We have to go now. They know. <laughs> and that's why I'd be like, all right, I am right behind you. You had to <laughs> shoes on. And that's where I ghost. But here's the thing. She's been training you for this every week because you do drills like this because she's always which like. she's which, you, you, which is why I'm so good at ghosting her. Because she didn't realize she's training me for the end of this relationship. <laughs> I think Itoyo7 puts it best. He goes, yeah, way better than the tarantula queen. No problem. And she may be right. She's done the research. I have not done the research. Who am I to say she's crazy? Guys, this isn't a comparison of you have to pick one or the other. This is like you walk into this and you, you just, I'm shocked. I got to be honest. I'm shocked that you guys would be like, yeah, this is normal. <laughs> I would, I, like, the two things, the first two things I would say is, one, show me, and two, let's get busy. Let's do this. Let's do this. Whew. I Interesting. I adore that one, Douglas. Thank you for putting that one out there. You're that welcome, man. Yeah, you're that welcome. Amazing. All right, mine is not so magical. But, <laughs> uh, all right, so you are with a Simosha. Mm -hmm. All right, so you are, you are, uh, First date, right? First date. You're going back to her house, and you sit down, and she goes through an, uh, an hour-long multi-level marketing company sales <laughs> Oh, Christ. Oh, no. <laughs> and so you're like, you're like, all right, that's cool. So you're like, I'm, I'm good. Hard pass. But thank you. You guys, you have your, you know each other religiously, uh, biblically. And then uh, you, you part ways and call her up and say, hey, I had a great time. You know, was outside of that weird pitch that you did. Can we see each other again? Sure. You guys get together. You go back to her place. She comes to your place and another hour-long sales pitch for the same multi-level marketing company. And you find out that every single time you guys hang out, every single time you see her, you have to sit through <laughs> a conversation slash sales pitch about this multi-level marketing company, and it always lasts a minimum of an hour. What's the product? It's a foaming essential oil. <laughs> <laughs> a foaming essential oil. <laughs> it, ex it, it, it is more potent because it foams. Yeah, uh, uh, you know me pretty well. And uh, that that that's a deal breaker right there. That's really you couldn't put up with an hour every time you see her. Well, long term relationship with that horse shit, no way. Because <laughs> not only is because it means they're one of two things: they're either insanely stupid and gullible, or they know, and they're just feeding out lies. And I can't be with someone like that. I can't. I can't be with someone who's intentionally being a part of a pyramid scheme. Hell no. Uh, no one said anything about a pyramid scheme. This is a this right. is a triangular structure, multi-level. That has multi-levels in it? Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Exactly. Yeah, it, yeah. it looks like this for those on Twitch, <laughs> right? Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> yeah. So, okay. So let's say this. What if it was not for a foaming essential? <laughs> what if it was for 
I asked this because I wanted to see what you come up with. It doesn't really matter what it is. Uh, I say, is there a product that you'd be like, you know what? I'm kind of on board with it. Well, I would be concerned that if I was on board with it, she'd try to get me to sell it. And that's what I don't want to do. Like, I'm oh, not here to be it. like, you know. Yeah. If she was like, oh, man, we got to get this new game out there. I love this game. It's super cool. It's an alpha stage. It's an early release on Steam. But we got to get the word out. I'd be like, I really like it. She's like, well, if you're going to play it, I need you to stream it on Twitch. Right. Well, I need you to post about it. I need you to be an Instagram. I need you to. Do, I'm like, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing it for you. Yeah, even if it's something I like. The more units you sell, the more uh, things you unlock in the game. Great. That's yeah, awesome. And the more the more units that your people under you sell, the more units that you the more things you unlock as well. Sure. You hit God mode. Yeah, that sounds awful. Okay. <laughs> Etoy07 says, or she doesn't give you the pitch, but she uses buzzwords casually all the time. Like she drops the word synergy at least <laughs> once in a conversation. That was so good too, Etoy. That's amazing. <laughs> that, right, Doug, that, that's even worse. That's even worse. She's like, even hey, worse. Doug. Look, I'm so glad we got to hang out again. And honestly, you know, I just want to get the ball rolling on this. You know, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of noise out there sometimes in relationships. And really, you just got to sort of sync up. Right. You got to uh, you got to engage. <laughs> What's the one I'm thinking of? You've got to uh, we got to align, you know. Oh, yeah, we've got to align. I feel like we're aligning right now. I feel like we are so aligned and. I would really love to take this conversation offline. But before we do that, what I really want to talk to you about is... <laughs> is foaming essential oils. Yes. I could... Yeah, there's just no way. I, I, I couldn't... There's no... I don't care how hot you are. Like, immediately as soon as that happens, I'm like, oh, you're a greasy salesman. I have... Nope. I'm out. I My, like, I, th- here's the thing, though. Touch points can have a completely different meaning now. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. It's like, so you want to connect with these touch points before we do that? See, that's what it would be. It would be like you have to do this before. Nah, no. Even younger Doug would be like, no, this seems like a lot of work. I don't want to do that. I'm tired already. That's like I don't want to be that much of a slave to my dick. That sounds like a horrible thing to be like. Yeah, sounds like a horrible fate. Yeah, I don't want that. No way. (laughs) All right, you got at least one more. I said we oh, each do I, one more. Yeah, no, I've got a couple more. This is a I'll, tough I'll, one. I'll, I'll pick the best one here. This is a tough one because I have two that I really want to do, but I want to make sure we leave time. Unless you just want to finish <laughs> it out like this. I'm happy no. to do it. I you tell you what, what. I was like, because I thought we were going to maybe split this up and do something else, but I say we just, you know, you just oh, want to no, forge ahead. Roll on. Yes. Good, good All right. Roll the fuck on. Before we do that. I could sit here and do this conservatively for the next three hours. I love it. I love yeah. it. But before we do that, I think this is a great point. To stop just for a moment and talk about our sponsor for the week. Oh, I want to say, hey, this week's episode of Mind Gap Podcast is brought to you by another amazing podcast called Dating Confessions with Alicia and Jack. And for the record, this is a real, a real ad. (laughs) We do the fun fake ones, but this is a real one. So here we go. This is this this episode of My Gap Podcast is brought to you by another wonderful podcast, Dating Confessions with Alicia and Jack. I think I know our audience well enough to say, uh, are you immature? Looking for an immature and raunchy podcast that explores the scandalous and straight up crazy dating and relationship stories? Not unlike what we're positing right now, right? 
We'll look no further than Dating Confessions with Alicia and Jack. Each week, Alicia and Jack read the bonkers relationship stories submitted by listeners like you. Want to get some perspective on when to ask your date about getting kinky? How would you handle it if a lady asked you if she could put spaghetti in your dick hole? What would you do if you noticed bed bug bites on your date after having sex with them? Have you ever answered a voyeur ad for an orgy at a park only to find out it was a bunch of seniors having that orgy? This is the type of humanitarian work that Alicia and Jack are exploring in their amazingly hilarious podcast. So do yourself a favor and give it a listen, because let's be honest, hearing about the crazy shit that happens in other people's lives makes you feel better about your own. So check out Dating Confessions with Alicia and Jack on confessionspod.com, as well as Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and anywhere you listen to podcasts. That's Dating Confessions with Alicia and Jack. Now go give it a listen, you fucks. And back to the podcast. If I uh, found bed bug bites on someone that I just had sex with, my first question would be, was that me? Did I accidentally do that? Oh, right. What detection? And, and if so, how? Do you know what bed bug bites look like, buddy? Oh, Doug? Yes, I do. Because when I lived with a certain individual who will, who will remain nameless Ooh. in my younger years, that individual had a terrible bed bug infestation, and they infested me. Nice. So I'm very painfully aware. And from that point forward, I have been um, incredibly neurotic about making sure that I do not have bed bugs. No matter where I go, when I go to a hotel, I will un- unearth the mattress and yeah. look around the entire perimeter for markings of bed bugs. I will. I am. I am fanatic to the point where Beth is like, "I think you're good." And I'm like, "Yo, you don't understand. There is no good with bed bugs. <laughs> there is no good. They are the devil." <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. Um, but still, did I do that? <clears throat> Did I? What do you mean? Did you do that? Did you like bite them? Or yeah, man. Or was that like? Do I actually have some sort of like Peter Parker suctiony sticky? Like, what happened? Yeah, that'd be you know? horrifying. In that example, for the record, that's that. The, all those things I read were examples from the show that they cover. Obviously, yeah, actual actual things. And the way that story actually went was a guy was on a date with a girl. They were going to go back to her place to hook up, but she's like, ah, oh, my roommate's home, I can't go. So he's like, well, why don't you come back to my place? They hook up. When they're done, he notices the bed bug bites on her. Bed bug bites. It's a nice, fun thing to say. On her. And he's like, hey, what's that? And she goes, oh, yeah, bed bugs. And he's like, uh, you, you have them? She's like, yeah, my place has got them. She's like, my landlord's supposed to come by and take care of it, but he hasn't yet. And he's like, uh okay. So just imagine if they could have gone back to her place. Didn't disclose that ahead of time. You just been like covered in it. I don't. Uh, it makes me see again. Like my skin is like itchy and crawly right now. I don't mm-hmm. like that. I don't like that at all. It's yeah. such. A, that is the worst. And listeners, have any of you ever had bouts with bed bugs? Because that was a very weird, weird point. I do not like it. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be very curious to hear anyone else's bed bug stories. Yes, let's discuss them in great detail. In great detail, yes. And right. while you're coming up with that, here we go. Hit me up. I think you're going to like this one. I think this one's going to really hit home for you. All oh, right. I can't wait. Is it, does the, okay, are you going to ask me if the person glitched like a video game? And like their jaw <laughs> elongated and then, because that's hard. I don't know. I should have done that. that. That's not on there, but that's. 
that's an amazing one. <laughs> this one is inspired by you. So, <clears throat> here we go. The hot number right there. You're at her place. It always takes place at her place, right? Oh, of course. So you're there. Um, you got a little bit of a headache. You're like, oh, man, I got a little bit of a headache. And, and she goes, don't worry. I've got some, uh, I've got some, some medicine in the cabinet. Grab whatever you want. It's in the, it's in the, it's in the, it's in the bathroom. So you go in, you open up the medicine cabinet, you're looking around, you see a whole bunch of different stuff and you find a jar and it looks kind of weird, bigger than most things. And it's got a lot of stuff in it and you pull it out and you look at it and you go, Hey, uh, real quick. Uh, what's this? No, what this is going to be? God damn it. I know what this is. And you go, hey, what's this? And she goes, oh, those are my scabs. <laughs> They're all the scabs that I've either, I've either picked off or they've fallen off. And I'm, I'm keeping them. And you're like, why? You're like, for research. Uh, because it's good luck? I don't know, name something. And she just keeps all of her scabs in a jar. Deal breaker? The only thing I can say to that is just, bye. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. The thing I would legitimately say to that is, do you know my mom? Or, <laughs> are you my mom? <laughs> Did Doug put you up to this? <laughs> where's Where's the camera? Where's Doug? Doug? You can come out now. <laughs> oh, oh God. I, oh, I, God bless you, Douglas Cochran. That was, that one... Yeah. So tell everyone why that was such a deep cut on you. No did pun we intended. Talk about this on the podcast? We did talk about this on the podcast. Okay. Yeah, I figured we had to. So uh, we were cleaning out. I was over. I was back at my mom's place, and uh, we were we were cleaning out my old room, which has now been converted into just like a normal room. But there's like a, a corner in there that's just got boxes and drawers and stuff. Just my all my old shit. And uh, I came across this envelope. I was like, Ma, what's this? And she. She's like, oh, I, I, it said Justin. It was an envelope in a plastic baggie. So I open it up and I look, and it was, it was just what looked like little translucent tabs. And I was like, is this like bladder acid? What is this? And she, she's like, oh, those are your, those are your chicken pox scabs. And I immediately just closed the envelope, zipped the bag up, I put it down, and go, why? <laughs> what the fuck is? Why do you have that? She goes. Well, it's it's like a it's like a, a piece of you is still with me, and I'm like that is psychotic. That's what a serial killer says. No, <laughs> no. So yeah, she uh, she had kept. I think I think I hope I think now she sees the error of the ways. But uh, yeah, she at one point was keeping uh, scabs from when I had chicken pox when I was like ten. Um, and I, it's, again. Spoiler alert, it was not like a year later. I found these when I was at least 30. So, yeah. Um, she, she'd held on to them for a few decades. Uh, yeah, no, I would, uh, I honestly, I would put the, I would put the jar, I think I would do a similar thing where I, I put the jar down, <laughs> just close the door, and I turn around and just go, have a great life. And I would calmly walk out the door. So why? Why? I mean, she's not doing anything wrong. She's not, like, putting them on her salads or anything like that. Though? You don't know that. Again, I've not done the legwork. I have not seen her eat a salad. I'm telling you, in this scenario, she's just keeping them. That's all she's doing. She's not eating them or whatever. She's just keeping them. Why? Why? Hey, man. Some people like badminton, you know? Is it for what? 
I mean, I think it's an apples to apples comparison, you know? I get it now. Yeah, no, I'll stay. <laughs> Some people kiss each other on the cheeks four times when they meet each other. I mean, what? What do you want from me? Some people put, you know, uh, pounds of raw beef, you know, in their rectal cavity. Yeah. I, who knows? That's all they want. That's, that's all they need, you know? <laughs> I, oh man. She's not hurting anybody. She's not hurting you. She's not making you sniff it. She's she kind of had it hidden, Jesus, you know. It's getting so much worse. Why? I mean, she's not doing those things. I'm telling you things she's not doing. Oh, okay, you know? so that's good. Um, she's not leaving him like rose petals to the bedroom or anything like that, so you follow the trail, <laughs> you know. It spells my name <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah, it's scabs, you know. <laughs> uh, she's just keeping him there. Just whatever. Just one jar full of scabs. You know? What happens when that jar fills up? How many more jars are there? There's just that one for now. I mean, for now. Yeah, for now. Like, I can't do this long term. Why? I've got to look. I've got to look long term on this. I've got to look in game. That's in game. How big of a house do I need to buy, so so we can facilitate the amount of scab jars that she's going to accumulate? Let's just say she only has one at all times. She what, cleans. What's she, happening to the others? Do they swap out? There's too many questions. <laughs> she knows it well enough to get out the stuff that's aged. It's like the taxes, right? You hang on to them for seven years. Get no, you she, can, you can get rid of them. She, 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 she has a filing system. She knows how it works. Like when you like when you till the earth, she brings the old scabs up to the top of the jar and removes them. So the fresh scabs fall to the bottom, and she can replace them with new scabs. She has a. She's, she's got layers of scabs. She's like this layer. Like a tree. When you cut a tree down, she's like, this is from the 90s. She's perfected her craft over the years. She knows how oh. to do it. You know what? Actually, I'm staying. And here's why. Tell it's me. Be it's because uh, for someone to perfect a craft of that cal of that. Capacity, that's what keeps you? That's what keeps you. That's what keeps me. Because good on her. Like, if she's really, she, she's, she's given it her all. And I have to respect that. <laughs> I love it. I love I it. I have to respect that. For me, I don't think it would be, it wouldn't be a deal breaker. It would definitely be weird. It would be something that, you know. Okay, I'll, I'll say this. It's not a deal breaker, but I am 100% keeping my eye on her. <laughs> That's the only weird thing about her. That's the only thing. And it's not like, again, she doesn't, she doesn't put it out on the coffee table or anything <laughs> like that. She doesn't, you know, have a wreath. She doesn't put a wreath around it for Christmas, you know, to decorate it or anything like that. She doesn't do any pranks with it. She just keeps it in the medicine cabinet. And she just, you know, whatever. Seven just put an interesting plot twist on this that changes the game. All right, what is it? Read it to changes me. my answer. She's a geneticist. She never told you uh, scabs are the best skin samples to uh, create life, to clone. You come home one day, and now there's two. Who's laughing now? <laughs> I'm rethinking my stance, Etoy. <laughs> You staying or not? What's your stance? I'm, I, no, I'm, I'm rethinking staying. I'm, I might. <laughs> Why? Because there's two. See how many. Well, okay. Also, is this like multiplicity? <laughs> like, will I have to be taken care of? Like, do they get dumber with each clone? Exactly. Yeah. Am I gonna have to be taken care of really dumb clones? Because I don't know if I have the bandwidth. Is it the bandwidth? <laughs> I'm a busy. Are they, are they a fax of a fax? Is basically what we're looking at here. It's, it's, it's a facts of a facts, you know. It's a facts, right? There's just there's a degradation over time. Um, all right, so oh boy, that was a good one, I, uh, man. You you have nailed these. Um, I, I dug deep for that one, man. You have nailed. These. I've got one more. I've got another. I've got two. One of them I'm not really a fan of, so I've just got one more. You got one more, okay? Mm -hmm. um, 
So are we each doing one more then? Or well, I got one. Well, you gotta go, and then I gotta go, and then you'll go. Okay, so I'm gonna save. I'm gonna save that one. Um, oh, between these two, which one? Which one? Which one? Um, I don't know which one would be more tough for you. All right, let's do this. Uh, okay, <clears throat> so um, you're at her place, obviously, and uh, she is. She's like, I'm gonna make you. Uh, I'm gonna make you a beautiful romantic dinner. She lights a couple candles, puts on your favorite band. Uh, she's got Avengers queued up, so while you guys are eating, you can watch that. Everything is going great, and the the meal consists of everything that you love. It's it's macaroni and cheese, mm. like like creamy Doug mac and cheese. Nice. It's, it's bacon. Ooh. It's it's steak. Nice. It's, uh, I mean, you're ta- we're talking like this is a Doug meal. I'm into it. There's homemade bread. Mm. We're, ending, we're ending with brownies, mm. right? Like we're talking, it's it's to the nines. Uh, however, every single thing she makes, every single dish has onions. <laughs> and I'm not talking about like like ground up like pu- pureed onions. I'm talking about like chunks of onions <laughs> that are in the brownies pickable, that are not pickable out. <laughs> pickable outable. <laughs> pickable outable. Or there's just, they're, they're the size where it's so much that it's like it would be too much of a pain in the ass to get them out kind of situation. Right. Well, they're, yeah. They're, they're, yeah, they're small enough to where like, there's no way you're picking all these out, but they're big enough to where that texture's there. They're in the brownies? Yep. She found a way to make it. T- well, for most people, it tastes good. For you, it'd be a goddamn nightmare. But the thing is, every time she cooks, and she is insistent on cooking, every time she cooks, she uses onions. I think that's uh, that's a conversation I have with her. <laughs> I think it's a conversation. I'm like, hey, I love what you're doing. This is so nice. I don't like onions. So it's, that's great. But this is part of my religion, and I, I this is the only way that we eat in this house. Cool. Well, thank you for mentioning you have a religion. Um, <laughs> this is a new deal breaker. Um, here's the Bible. I think we should explore this together. Let's see what we can find. I'm a funny Christian, I so. So let's let's explore this and let's see if we can find some common ground. And when she's not looking, I throw over the balcony and I run. <laughs> well, okay. Well, I mean, that's a very logical uh, mm-hmm. end to this. Uh, to this. Yeah. If she's like, this is part of my religion. I have to use onions. I'm like, well, this isn't going to work. So, right. so like, well, okay, like, in many ways. Religion. But right. Exactly. There's a lot of ways that that doesn't work for you. Yeah. But if, maybe not so much a part of her religion, but more so that she's. You're like I, I appreciate what you're doing. I don't like onions, and she goes, "Don't care." Like it's it's a it's a it's a it's a non-starter for her. Well, then that's easy too, because that's an easy one. Like, oh, you don't care? Then if you don't care about my wants and my needs, then this isn't going to work. So, oh, but she does care about your wants and your needs because she's got she's got Blink One Eighty Two playing on the uh, the old stereo, the old hi-fi. She's got uh, the old hi-fi. <laughs> got the old record player out. The old record player. She's got uh, the Avengers queued up, and right after the Avengers, is going to be Captain America: Civil War. And then, uh, you know, she's, uh, you know, she's, she's like, and after that, do you want to play video games and I'll just sit and watch? That sounds horrible. A couple of reasons. One, no, I want you to play. Second of all, well, here's the thing. Every- how is practical Doug? I spit all over my mic. This is how upset I am about this. How is practical <laughs> Doug going to reconcile that? Because she's considered about everything else except for onions. 
I can't reconcile that. It's like that is the easiest thing to not put in something, but she refuses to do so. I'd be like, what else is? What else are you hiding? What's wrong there's, with you? There's nothing else she's hiding. Again, in your your scab thing, where like this is the only thing that she's got, and the only weird thing. For her, the only weird thing is that she puts onions in everything she makes, and she insists on cooking. And then I would, I must be like, we have two options here: you can't cook ever again, <laughs> or you don't put the onions in. There we go. If you want onions, you can put them in your own stuff. That's fine. Don't put them in my stuff. Simple as that. And if she's willing, unwilling to budge, that relationship's over, man. It's over. Onions killed it. The best, the best thing that's ever happened to you. The best, like she gets you. She's beautiful. All this, and the onions are not. That is, that is hands down game over. It's not just about the onions. It's her unwillingness to bend on it. That's that's what it is for me. But she's it's only one single thing she won't bend on. And I don't like it. She I don't like it. It's not like I, ah, you know what? I could give or take mushrooms, or you kind of put too much salt and stuff most of the time. It's like I don't like onions. I won't eat it. It ruins the dish for me. And if that's if you were like, no, only I cook. I'm like, but you're not thinking about what I want in that meal. You think about everything else except that. Sorry. This ain't gonna work. Are you? I'm pretty like, fucking selfish. She gives you everything else, man. Yeah. So why can't she just yeah, do this? So why can't she just do this? I mean, how hard is that? You do everything else, just don't put onions in it. I will say too, when the Twitch stream caught up, I saw that spit fly right at the camera. Good. I'm glad. I'm yeah. glad you got to see it. Yeah. We are no go. No mas. All right. My last one for you. Okay. All right. Here we go. You, that's my mother. I hate onions. It was a long 18 years picking onions out of everything. I'm with Doug. <laughs> yes. Thank you, E207. Thank you. You fucking get it. All right. So, Justin, you're hooking up. All right. You know the steal. You know the deal. It's your, it's your, it's the hottest, the perfect lady ever. You're hanging out. You're having a really great night. And, you're about to take off, you know, because you don't, you know, you don't throw it in the first night. You're a gentleman. So you, uh, you, you're about to kiss her goodnight. And she goes, you know, I knew this was going to work out tonight. And you're like, oh, really? How'd you know that? You're like, she goes, well, my horoscope said it would. So I trusted it and I knew it was going to happen. So I'm, I feel great. I think it's going to be good. And you're like, okay, that's cool. You leave. You call her back for a second date. I was hoping that was going to be it because I'm like, I can deal with it. You call her back for the second date. You're like, hey, let's go out. She goes, no, I can't go outside today. I can't do it. Shit. You're like, why not? She's like, I read my horoscope. It's too dangerous. I'm not going to do it. I can't do it. I won't do it. Sorry. Call back later. I can't talk. Hangs up the phone. <laughs> you're like, all right. Okay, cool. She's hot. So you're like, well, I'll pursue this again. You call her up, and she's like, Justin, I bought a boat. And you're like, why? And she's like, my horoscope said now's the time to buy something that you deserve. I bought a boat because I deserve that because I love that song. And I bought a boat. And you start to realize. Wait, I'm sorry. What's, what song? I don't know. I'm on a boat by oh, Lonely yeah. Island. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I don't know what song you're talking about. Okay. But you start, to, you start to realize that she, every major life decision she bases on what her horoscope says. That's what she does. Unbending, unyielding, unbent, unbound, unbroken. She sticks to her horoscope, and she will not yield. 
whatever. It doesn't matter what you throw at her. She goes, my horoscope says this. This is what I'm going to do. For better or worse, she trusts it. She lives by it. She sticks, she sticks by it. Is that a deal breaker? Yeah, very much so. <laughs> yeah, very much so. If it was the first one where I knew this was going to be, if she like, if she reads a horoscope and she digs it and she's like, she uses it to inform things, like, sure. Okay. Yeah. But if it's, if it's like, today, you feel like murder. And you should go out and kill someone. And yeah. she's like, hey, my horoscope said it, so I did it. It's going to yeah. be a problem down the road. So, yeah, you yeah. planned the perfect... It, anniversary for and everything like that you guys are gonna go to hawaii it's gonna be romantic and she's like we can't go we can't go yeah i'd be like you're a nutbag no we're not why i read my horoscope travel it's too dangerous it's it's something horrible is gonna happen if we go we can't go you're like but i did this thing i bet i I, we have it's gonna be great no i won't i can't i won't go i won't go but honey, it's non-refundable. We didn't get travel insurance. Nothing. It's we, it's, it's money. our lives are. You can't put a price on our lives. I won't do it. I can, and I did. It's forty-five hundred dollars. It's 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 worth it. I'd rather. I I won't do it. You can't get me. I won't do it. <laughs> you can't get me. <laughs> I'm gonna hold up in my room where I'm gonna research unicorns. You can't get me. <laughs> Wait, do I know you? <laughs> we dated before. I think I know you. Um. Yeah, man. I it, if it was that intense, again, I have I have no qualms with horoscopes. They, sure, totally fine with it. Uh, if it if it goes to that extreme, that is a giant red flag for me. <laughs> There's a big old alarm going off saying, "Don't do it." You're like, ah, uh, this is, and that would be my nightmare as a practical person. I'd be like, oh yeah, <laughs> she, it would break me almost inst- okay. instantaneously. She, she absolutely would. Yeah. 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 Uh, oh, Etoy's got the best suggestions. He said, Easy. You rewrite the horoscopes before she reads them each day. Boom. Here's the thing. She knows where to get the legit horoscopes, all right? Easy. This isn't something you, she just gets in it, like, folded through a, a mail slot right. and sent to her by some guy named Chad. Like, this is the legit horoscopes that she gets. And there's no way, there's no way you're going to falsify these. Right. She knows where to go. She knows where the good stuff is. It's not some guy mm. named Horace Erex. It's Horoscopes. That's right. right. No, this is, uh, this is legit Horoscopes. For the record, this is why we like Etoy07 to hang out with us while we do our Twitch streams about There's games, crazy. because this guy fucking solves problems. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, hard pass. <laughs> Consider considered it hard pass. Point, I, I would be, I would, after a while... I would feel very guilty for like manipulation. I, I I couldn't. I don't think I could sustain that for any length of time. Yeah, you know, because you're a good person. Yeah, because I'm a good person at heart. All right, Doug. <laughs> All right, last, last one. one last one for me. This is it's gonna. Here's the thing. This one. This is a simple premise. It's a very simple concept. All right. You guys are out out in a, you're out in a boot, right? Uh, you're 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 going for a walkabout in the town. Right? I, I mixed Australian and. Canadian there. It doesn't matter. Uh, you guys are having a wonderful night. Again, woman of your dreams. And she's. you guys are walking along. She's like, I have something I want to show you. So you guys take a walk down to the water's edge. And she's like, this is my boat. Oh, I thought. She owns a boat. <laughs> For some reason, my mind just, woo. It's just, just like, hey, I want to show you something. <laughs> this is, that makes no sense. I'm sorry. I'm going to say it anyway. But... What were you going to say? <laughs> 
I said, she's like, I want to show you something. For some reason, she's wearing a dress. She just bends up and spreads her ass and shows me her ass. I don't know why. I don't know why. That's just what popped into my head. You're like, hey, I want to show you something. And you're like, and she has a butt. I'm like, oh, my God. He's going to say what I'm thinking. How does he know what I'm thinking right now? That's not what I'm thinking. And it's a deal breaker. I don't get anyone with an asshole. <laughs> Look, I'm not into gaping, okay? I don't want to do that. I don't need that stuff spread. Like, I don't, I'm good, man. I'm good. I don't need that. Here's the poop. That's the bottom line. Um, boat man, and she is into her boat. Okay, how big of a boat are we talking here? And where do we live? <laughs> you live in Chicago. <laughs> you're not. You're not getting me. You're around out of this thing. I know, right? We're just going to try to justify it. Uh, you live in Chicago, and uh, how big is it? I don't know what it is, a 30 foot catamaran. I don't know what is the, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, a 15 and three quarter foot uh, day yacht. Day yacht. Small day yacht. Um, here's another thing. Is it paid off? And it's named day yacht. Is it paid off? No, not even close. <laughs> She's deep in debt. She's deep into debt. And the thing is that she's never making her money back because Why? Boats are a depreciating asset. If you've learned nothing from this podcast, you can say you've learned that. <laughs> is she living on the boat? No, no, no. She's got a very nice three-bedroom apartment at the new Nima Hotel downtown, which cost her at least... At the hotel? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Did I say Nima Hotel? I meant Nima Apartment Complex. I apologize. It's a hotel, which is way funnier. Um, yeah, she, lives in the, she lives in a hotel. Yeah. Yes. Living in the now hotel. Yes, she lives in a, a roadside motel. Yes. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so here's the thing. And she's not. She's not like a financier or like a doctor. She's. It, she's. She does well. She doesn't do that well. See, this is less about her having the boat, and it's more about her not having her financial shit together. Would <laughs> <laughs> it change your mind if I said she is very wealthy and owns a boat? Yeah, I'm like, we're good there. Okay, no, then her finances are a wreck. <laughs> yeah, but it's, but it's not necessarily about her, her having a boat. Not as, as, as wrecked as the boat's going to be because she does not know how to pilot it. It's not necessarily about her having the boat. It's about her just, again, financially making poor choices. So it's like, hey, man, I'm deep in debt and I thought I'd buy this boat. I'm like, well, you shouldn't have done that. And it's not just because you bought the boat. It's because you can't afford it. But Doug, this boat is beautiful. What, a 15 and three quarter day yacht? I don't think so, man. Beautiful. Dude, that's like just over two dugs tall. So I mean, yeah, that really that's is. not that's not oh, wait, long. Yeah. That's like a canoe. <laughs> that's like an extended canoe. Let's make it three and a half dugs. <laughs> three and a half I dugs. Want, I wanted a little bit bigger. That's a little bit. I yeah, I mean, think about how small fifteen feet actually was. <laughs> yeah, that's but uh. At the same time, it is a day yacht, so it can't be too big. Yeah, that's a, that's a deal breaker. Just because yeah. if I, it's again, it's not about the boat. It's about the poor financial choices <laughs> that I'm like, I can't. If you're like, hey, I'm deep into debt with this three bedroom at this, you know, Nemo apartment complex, and then I decided to buy a boat, I'm like, we're gonna have greater problems in our life. Like, we will never be okay. <laughs> you're impulsive, <laughs> obviously. You make poor choices. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. she did it because she read her horoscope. <laughs> oh my god. Wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was just looking through. I have one more. Okay. I have one more. Do um it. but this one is very specifically framed. Okay. Mm. Okay. This one, this one takes place. She she takes you to a sporting event. Okay. Okay. 
and it's it's kind of like a, a gladiator-esque arena type mm. sporting event. And it's it's where two people enter the gladiator-esque arena type sporting event arena. And they fight. It's the Yay! I thought you were going to at least cut me off somewhere in there. <laughs> no, I was waiting for you to get to it. Well, That's I got what she to said. It. That's what she said. All right. Uh... <laughs> So I I, uh, I definitely want to take uh, throw down uh, uh, I want to take our uh, inspiration from some some of the people that we've talked about tonight, uh, and I think I think the two best people I uh, see I initially I had it as multi level marketing person versus unicorn person because they're Ooh. both trying to convince you of something they're both living in a fantasy world. Exactly. But but I'm like, I feel like uniform, unicorn person is far more dangerous than multi-level marketing person. Uh, yeah, I mean, based on how I described her, man, she had a camo and a high-caliber sniper rifle. She's I don't know how, but she's well-trained. She's got it figured out. She's got it really figured out. So I would say it's unicorn, unicorn girl versus... Uh, oh, no. I don't know. I, I don't. Could anyone go against Unicorn Girl? Is the thing. I mean, I not based off of who we've talked about. Yeah, I mean, if we're talking about levels of delusion, maybe Horoscope Girl, but I mean, not to that level, you know. No. So I'm thinking maybe S S Scab Lady versus uh, Spider Lady. <laughs> <laughs> two terrible, terrible things. Two terrible people. Why is the Scab Lady terrible? <laughs> Would you rather Onion Lady? I just don't, I mean... No, I, 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 gross, I, it makes it's sense gross. with the scabs because they're collecting things that are unusual, to say the Here's least. Here's the thing. When you come across an envelope of your old dead skin cells, you tell me how bad it is. <laughs> you can't speak to it until you cut throat. Justin has some trauma he's working through right now. Yeah, Thank you for yeah, all for being part of this. Seeing this happen live. That makes sense because they're both collecting things, that, like I said, that are unusual, to say the least. Sure. Um, I would say... I'm just trying to find... Or, or are there two better people who are on two, uh, a, a, a more of an even playing field? Because what we had, we had musical person... <laughs> we had onion person, we had boat person, yeah. we had multi-level marketing person. That was on my side. Yeah. You had spider person, yeah. unicorn person, you had scab person, and horoscope and person. Horoscope person. Okay, yeah. so there, there's the four. I, I think it's got to be scabs versus tarantula lady. Scabs versus tarantula. Yeah. Okay. All right. So we're going sense. scabs versus tarantulas. So I think. Um, Right. Well, I can't help but think that Tarantula Lady just like gets in the ring and then she just kind of goes like this and snaps her fingers and the spiders come out and attack. I, I that's that's descend. that's where they just yeah they yeah. descend from wherever they are because they she just kind of goes like this lifts up her shirt and they just scatter out and attack. <laughs> I also and I she also... goes they're my babies. Yeah. <laughs> I also think that she studied the fighting style of the arachnid. <laughs> the arachnid, what's the arachnid fighting style? 
So she's very, she's very, very attuned to eight-legged combat. <laughs> As most people are, you know, well, we most just teach people it. Aren't, which is why it gives her an edge. <laughs> but at the same time, the scab lady, right? Like, we don't know what other kind of psychotic thing she's getting. Like, if you're collecting human skin, you got a uh, you got a uh, a Buffalo Bill scenario. Okay, it's, right? it's her own skin. It's not no. other people's skin. Yes, we do. Has that been verified yes. by a lab? Yes, we have by verified that. Party lab. Okay, yes. we've verified it. We have verified it's just right. hers. I honestly, I gotta say, it's gotta be Spider Lady because I do think that she she is the type of person <laughs> who would she would spend so much time watching her spiders, and she may have throwdowns with her spiders, and so she's watched fighting styles. And she's going to go bananas. Do you think all those spiders, she puts them all in one tank and she has her own throwdowns? No, no, just two at a time. (laughs) time. This isn't a a battle royale. This is just, you know. Come on, Doug, get your head out of your ass. This is not. (laughs) And she looks down and she's like, oh, Rashawn, if only you could have trained a little harder. Perhaps you would have survived today. And then she just throws it out the window. And well, no, like, obviously she she lets the other spiders consume because the spirit of the spider needs to go into the warrior that wins. Yep, I think the spider lady wins. <laughs> she's trying to create a Highlander spider is what she's trying to do. <laughs> there can be only one spider left. You know, people really, you know, they look down on dog fighting rings. She's got a spider fighting ring in her, in her own second bedroom, and it's really... Horrific, and not enough people are talking about it, guys. This, <laughs> what are we gonna do? Also, this podcast also brought to you by uh, Spider Ring, Spider Fighting Ring Awareness. <laughs> I do like Etoyo7's take on it. Scab Lady has sharp nails after years of picking her scabs. She's basically Wolverine, kills that mofo. <laughs> oh, man, that's good. That's a level I, I didn't consider, but you have to assume that she's going to get through, and I think, I'm sorry, uh, Tarantula Lady, those, those are her babies. They come with her. You know what I mean? They're they're like ready a, to go. Like a wolf spider, she carries them on her back. <laughs> right? Yep. Also, I don't think picking scabs sharpens your nails per se. <laughs> but she's grown her nails to make them so sharp, she, so she can quickly uh, just go and then take them off real quick. It's like it's not even like a. Ugh, I gotta get it off. She just goes, gets them off. She's got like off. surgical nails, like we're yeah. talking scalp. But they're still nails. They're still nails, though. At the end of the day. Yeah. It's true. All right, yeah, we got. I you might be able to be like, no spider, but you know, there's a whole bunch of them. She's gonna die. And maybe not right away, but that venom stuff's serious. It'll get to her eventually. Cardiac oh, yeah. arrest, you know. So we're saying, Spider Lady for the spider win. Spider Lady for the win. Do 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 do. That was a fun episode. That was super fun. I had I had a lot of fun in this episode. Whew, Justin, what do you got to promote this week, my friend? What do you recommend to those oh, fine folks out there? Doug, Doug. Um, I would say uh, if you have not read it, uh, it's been years since I read it, and so I went back. Um, I found a free version online. Doug, cover your ears. Mm. Uh, a free version online, but uh, Deadpool kills the Marvel universe. Mm. Such a fun. It's just a very fun comic. Uh, very graphic, very violent, but it's fun. Um, also, I would say uh, recommend. Um, we finished Hunters. Nice. So good, and. Um, 
to Sam's point about Al Pacino being a one-note actor, <laughs> very much disagree uh, based off of this. Very cool. Uh, very, very much disagree. And then also, was, uh, two years ago, Netflix put out a movie called Sierra Burgess is a Loser, mm-hmm. and uh, it stars Barb from Stranger Things. And it's a really, really fun, very easily digestible coming-of-age movie. Uh, very, very well-acted. I like all the actresses and actors in it. And so, um, yeah, give it a watch. Very good stuff. Cool. Got it. Tom Segura's new special, Ball Hog, came out last week. Go check it out on Netflix. It's raunchy. It's silly. It's fun. Um, very much enjoyed it. Highly recommend it. Go check it out. And also, go check out our shit, guys. We're posting stuff. We're posting content. Check out our YouTube channel, Justin Plays Video Games. Check out the shit I've been posting about uh, from our, our, our Twitch streams with the video games. Check that out. Come watch us on Twitch on Saturday nights, 845. We get people together. We get some Mind Gap All-Stars together. We fuck around and play games for a couple hours. It's a blast. Come check that out. But that easily goes into... Also follow us on social media, at Mind Gap Podcast, on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all that stuff. Check out our YouTube channel, like I said. Twitch.tv slash Mind Gap Podcast if you're not already there. Also drop us a follow. We're dangerously close to becoming affiliates on Twitch, which would mean the world to us. If you just click that follow button, join the, join the crew, join the Mind Gappers, join the squad. Join the gang. Join the gappas. Join the mafia, whatever we're calling it. But uh, that'd be great. It means so much to us. Like us, share us, do all that sort of stuff, and and it would mean the world to to do that. So find us, check it out, follow us. Justin is a magical person, and I think he's so special. He's wearing a hat, and he wants to tell you how you can find him and his hat online. That's true. On Instagram and Twitter, at Justin underscore Michael, M-I-K-E-L. It's the fun way of spelling it. And while you're in the online realm, check us out on Apple Podcasts, on Stitcher, on Spotify, and on Google Podcasts, wherever you can find and consume the old podcasts. You can subscribe to us, rate us, review us, share us around. And the biggest one is sharing. Um, Please, 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 if you like an episode you hear, uh, just copy the link and send it to a couple of friends and say, hey, these guys are uh, goofball assholes. Listen to them. you'll, You'll have a couple laughs. Um, and then 2east8th.com slash mindgap and uh, just keep an eye out on all 2east8th stuff Drew and I are uh, <clears throat> dangerously close we are in the uh, music production stage of uh, post-production on both shorts right now uh, then coloring and sound cor- uh, or sound max- mastering will come next and they should be done and then uh, we are beginning pre-production on um, our feature, if the coronavirus ever stops, we will hopefully start production on that at some point this year. And then we've actually got a couple other things up our sleeves. So just keep an eye on Tuesday's uh, social media because there's a couple interactive things we might have coming out. Righteous. That's the right word. That's it. That's what you, that's <laughs> I awesome. Great stuff. Justin, thank you. Douglas, thank you. Twitch, thank you. Listeners, thank you so much. You guys have a dandy fucking week. Mind Gap Podcast.